Hi there, I'm James Dapache and this is Coffee and a Case Note. An embarrassing trademark dispute. We've got a trademark owner and the trademark is a slogan, combination of words. And the trademark owner uses the slogan to uh, sell its goods for a time, uh, but another party becomes interested in those words and contacts the trademark owner after the trademark owner has lost interest and moved on to other uh, marketing approaches. And our new person says to the trademark owner, hi there, will you consent to me using this mark? And if you don't, then I'm gonna make an application on the basis you're not using it. And so the carrot and stick approach leads the trademark owner to go ahead and consent and say, yep, that's fine. And what our new party does is uses that consent to become the trademark owner and our now former trademark owner uh, lodges with uh, IP Australia that lapsing notice, that, that cancellation, that they're no longer the owner of the mark. So we now find ourselves in a position where we've got a former owner of the mark and a new owner of the mark. And uh, here's where things get interesting, because our new owner commences proceedings uh, against the former owner for trademark infringement, of all things, for the period when our former owner was using the slogan. So um, <laughs> these proceedings, uh, this court battle, this piece of litigation, is commenced by a document, or continued by a document, that is an amended statement of claim. And essentially what's set out in this amended statement of claim is that our new owner says, for all those years you were using the mark, you were infringing on my trademark, and so you should pay me a substantial amount of damages, $2 million in respect of that infringement. Now, as you can imagine, the former trademark owner uh, resisted that application and uh, resisted it on the basis that it was embarrassing and not embarrassing in the emotive uh, sort of interpersonal way, embarrassing in the real strict legal sense that what they said was this document, this amended statement of claim uh, is embarrassing. There's not anything there that uh, we need to respond to. It doesn't really say what we've done wrong and so it should be struck out. And what the judge did was to work through uh, the relevant parts of the Trademarks Act and find that, uh, among other things, a trademark owner is allowed to use the trademark uh, when it is the owner of the mark and use of the mark while the owner is not infringing conduct. And so the judge had seen enough to be satisfied that that document, that amended statement of claim, should be struck out and put in place a regime for our new owner to propose a new claim and then for our former owner to respond to the possible form of that and for there to be further uh, machinations, further steps in that case management process. But uh, the claim as it was formulated is out of here on the basis it was embarrassing. Now, a couple of little side notes there. Our defendant, our former trademark owner, had suggested a number of orders that should be made, um, one of which uh, was intended to have a prophylactic effect to sort of prevent our new trademark owner from marching on. Uh, the judge did not go ahead and make those orders, uh, but said in the judgment that hopefully the reasons for the decision would serve that purpose in any case. And uh, while 
um, we're searching for uh, little elements to take interest from uh, in giving the judgment. Uh, the judge noted that uh, the new trademark owner was not legally represented, uh, though had visited a number of lawyers, and it was open to infer that the conduct of the proceedings was not pursuant to legal advice. So uh, just a quick ad for people to instruct lawyers at the end of this one. Uh, but I hope there was some value there for you in addition to uh, you should instruct lawyers. Uh, and I look forward to joining you again soon for another coffee and another case note. Cheers.